When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belbit DeVoe. This is Trudy Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India RE. Oh, much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. Roland Martin is here. He'll weigh in on black people being left behind in Ukraine. And you know how Byron Allen keeps suing because advertisers and networks won't give black media companies a chance? Well, Roland Martin is part of a group of black media owners who say it's time they get their share. We're talking about it. Cafe Mocha begins now. Cafe Mocha, I'm Angelique along with Lonnie Love and Yo-Yo. On the line is Roland Martin of Roland Martin Unfiltered. Roland, I want to start with Ukraine. Last week we had basketball player Mo Creek on telling about how he escaped from Ukraine. You know, we got African students who can't get out of there. Folks are taking up donations for them. What should we be doing as black Americans? I mean, I mean, what should we like know about this war? Well, I think first people need to now understand we live in a world. Everything is not about just the United States. Uh, and so people might be wondering, okay, how Africans or African-Americans get into Ukraine? Well, you got folks who play basketball overseas. You've got students from Nigeria, Jamaica, who are studying in Ukraine, uh, who are working there. And so uh, this, this war now shows people that, uh, that, that we just can't be so isolated in our thinking in the United States where we think, well, you know, okay, well, Alabama, Mississippi, North Carolina, you know, Illinois, Missouri, no, folks are going to look for opportunities in other countries. One of the things that you're seeing is you're seeing these embassies in other countries actually helping people, uh, try, try, trying to get them out. The other thing, though, is working with NGOs, non-government organizations, uh, who are providing relief. Because here's the deal. You got folks who, you know, in the case of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mo, he's coming back home to Maryland. The problem, I mean, he's already home in Maryland. These other folks, they literally are not returning to their homeland in some cases. So they're actually now living in Poland, living in Bucharest, living in other places, and trying to restart their lives because we don't know how long that this war is going to go on. Uh, and so it's, I think it's really aligning with uh, reputable organizations that are providing assistance. And so the easiest thing to do for people if they're listening, and that is to say, hey, reaching out to Jamaican embassy, uh, reaching out to, let's say, wh whatever city you're in, if they have uh, a Jamaican embassy, a Nigerian embassy, uh, an embassy of these different countries, reaching out to them and saying, hey, I live in this city, would love to help, how can I do so, and follow their direction. The um, Nigerian embassy has really been working to to get the students out. And, and the thing that a lot of people have to realize, too, is that they don't have money. They didn't have money to move. So, you yeah, know. I, mean, I mean, like you're, you're, you're in school and all of a sudden there's a war. And guess what? Uh, nobody's paying you for a job because there's a war. You know, I wanted to discuss this Brittany. Reiner. Do you know what's the latest with what's happening with Brittany over in Russia? Here's the thing that is, is important for us to understand. Uh, what the rules and the procedures, the laws might be in the United States. 
you got to know what, what they are when you start traveling overseas. Y'all might remember a few years back, Dallas Austin, when he was uh, traveling, I think was one of those, uh, 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 one of the uh, uh, countries in the Middle East, uh, and I think uh, had a small amount of marijuana or something along those lines. They were talking about putting him in prison for 10 years. Uh, and it was Lionel Richie, uh, Utah Center, Orrin Hatch, and others who worked to get him freed. He can't go back. Uh, in this case here, you know, you might be carrying something that you, like, well, where I come from, it's fine, but that's not how other countries and their laws see it. But, but here's the problem. You're not dealing with a normal situation where you have personnel at the U.S. Embassy there. Uh, countries are pulling out. Uh, and so, uh, you know, efforts are being made, but it's still a very delicate situation because Russia's in the middle of a war. Roland Martin, host and managing editor of Roland Martin Unfiltered. Roland, let's discuss this new congressional initiative to support black media. Uh, what's going on with that? Well, I, I want us, uh, but I want us to be very even more specific. Black owned media. Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. What, what, and the reason that distinction is important is because companies and these largely white ad agencies, uh, what they have done is for years they have okay, to reach African-Americans, we're going to give them money to black target. So, you know, BET used to be black-owned, but they're not anymore. So when they say we're spending money with BET, well, you're actually giving them money to Viacom CBS, which is owned by Sherry Redstone. When you talk about, when they talk about digital, oh, uh, Complex, uh, you know, their digital platform reaches more African-Americans than anybody else. Yeah, but you're giving them money to BuzzFeed, okay? Uh, when, when people say, hey, we're giving them money to OWN. No, Discovery owns 95% of OWN. Mm-hmm. And Discovery now is in partnership with AT&T, uh, and that means AT&T owns 71% of that combined company. So when you give money to own, you're really giving it to AT&T. And so when you t- when we talk about the same thing, Clear Channel, Black Information Network, I got commentaries on there. And so we've always seen that. Here's the problem. We, as black-owned media, we don't have the ability to grow because we're frozen out of the dollars. Every mm-hmm. year. In the general market, $322 billion, B, billion, is spent on advertising. Mm-hmm. Black-owned media gets anywhere from 0.5 to 1% of the 32, or sorry, of the $322 billion, 0.5 to 1%. The federal government, same thing. We get, on average, 1% of the money. So what does that mean? That means that you at Cafe Mocha can't pay your can't pay your host more. You can't grow your staff. You can't increase your marketing budget. You can't increase your advertising budget. So you would love to take out billboards and run more digital ads to get more people to become aware of you and listen to your show. Well, it comes down to money. If I don't have the money to spend on that, then I can't market my show and I can't be just as big. This thing happen, happens all the time. So I have been working with Congressional Black Caucus. Uh, to demand an audit of the federal government. What, how much money did black-owned media get when it came to the census, when it came to COVID money, and when it comes to every federal agency? Four years ago, Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton uh, had the General Accounting Office, the GAO, do, uh, do uh, uh, that, that study. And it showed that in five years, this was 2018, this is, this is when Obama was president, y'all, $5 billion was spent by the federal government. That's taxpayer money. Fifty-one million of the five billion over five years went to black-owned media. Because I can tell you, I own my company. My company's 
New Vision Media. My 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 uh my, my uh digital network is called Black Star Network. I have been in the meetings with these ad agencies. They'll sit here and say, "Oh, you must deliver this audience." Well, you don't have the capacity to deliver that audience, and so then it's like, "Well, then you got to give the money back, or you can't even compete." So they create the barriers that keep you from ever being able to grow. Roland, um, how is um, Unfiltered, Roland Martin Unfiltered doing? This is now three and a half years. Um, the show continues to grow. Uh, we continue to uh, evolve. I launched Black Star Network in September, so that's been around uh, even more than six months now. What we have been doing is, is really focused on uh, news and information. Uh, yes, I got rolling with Roland, and I have interviews with Richard Lawson and Glenn Turman and, uh, and Bill Duke, and as well as, um, you know, uh, Jeffrey Osborne and others. But I, 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 don't, I don't waste my time dealing with gossip. I don't care who's sleeping with who. I don't care who married who. Uh, I don't care who getting divorced. Uh, all that per- that's your personal business. And so it's providing our people with the information about what's happening with voter suppression, what's happening with police misconduct, what's happening on the economic side. And so we expect 2022 is going to be uh, even larger because it's an election year. Support black media by going to Roland Martin Unfiltered and, you know, just get a subscription. $50. That's it. Yeah. And here's the deal. Let me tell you something. I'll say this here. I purposely... Did not people? I had some brother hit me on Instagram. He's like, "Man, your model is wrong. You should be having subscription about it." I said, "Brother, listen. Uh, some of our people can't afford four ninety nine a month. But you know what? We've had people who said, hey, Doc, here's five dollars.' Man, let me tell y'all something. I mean, I'm, when I say it will make you cry, I've been in Tulsa, I've been in Chicago. We've been on the scene reporting, and brothers and sisters have walked up to me and put twenty dollars in my hand." And I had a brother one day said, man, I'm tired of YouTube buffering. I heard you building your app. Here's $5,000. So I purposely didn't, I'm purposely not charging people a fee per month. It's, it's up to them because I know what some folks don't have. But I appreciate that $5,000 the same way I appreciate that $1. Because when somebody says, Doc, all I got is a dollar, that's why we got to sit here and support black-owned media. Black Target is fine. I'm talking black on Cafe Mocha, black on Roller Martin Unfiltered, black on HBCU League Pass, black on because it has been black on media that's been there and stood with us when times were tough. Roller, you sitting here making me and Lonnie cry. Thank you very much. Um, Roller Martin Unfiltered. <laughs> I mean, literally, you should see the tears in our eyes. I, I can't tell you when cash just walk up to me in public and they say, say, man, you're doing it for the people. I, I, I just, and that's, but that's why I'm doing this. I, I don't want to go work in Main Street. I don't. We have to have black-owned media. Yeah. The first black newspaper, I'm going to close with this, Freedom's Journal, March 16, 1827. This is what they wrote on their front page. It's in a third paragraph. We wish to plead our own cause. Too long have others spoken for us. That is the mantra of the black press for all of these years, and that was the first black newspaper in America, and it still stays the same. We wish to plead our own cause. Too long have others spoken for us. Thank you, Roland. Thank you, Roland. Love you. I, I appreciate it, folks. Throughout the show, we've been talking to Roland Martin about the importance of black media, about funding black-owned media outlets, 
On the line is a man who knows a little bit about running Black media. He used to be over at BET. He worked with the WNBA. And his name is Curtis Simons. How are you, Curtis? I'm doing wonderful. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Thank you. I want to talk about your event, Moby. Well, Moby stands for Marketing Opportunities in Business and Entertainment. And it's been around since 1992. And really, it's one of the, uh, the, the marketing founders of Black Media. When I started out at BET in 1988, uh, Moby was just getting started. They probably was a few years uh, behind me. Uh, and one of the things that I had heard coming into BET was that you had to build a relationship with Moby. Because Yvette and Kofi Moyo, who founded Moby, had really built a great audience in creating support of black media and black in the corporate black companies and in the, and entrepreneurs. And so their network was all about trying to bring entrepreneurs together to really build partnerships because that wasn't happening. And it still is right. a struggle. And now others have picked up with black enterprise essence and others have looked at the same situation. And now you see more and more of these conferences popping up dealing in this black media circle because they know how important it is and how we need to be working as a group more together because we need the village. So if I'm a, a black entrepreneur and I'm starting a business, um, you have the Moby Summit. How can that be used to help me, you know, do my thing, get my business out there? Well, actually, it's, it's two phases. We're, we're having a, on Thursday, we're doing an independent education narrative. We're looking at the HBCU circle and uh, and really looking at it on the educational side. The goal of uh, the next day on um, is April, on Friday, April 22nd, is really driving to your point, getting the entrepreneurs in and really talking about efforts and how they can build their businesses. Mm -hmm. And so we have early on, we have a panel that talks about people who have graduated from HBCUs, but have gone on to really drive a good business. And then we talk a little bit about uh, how corporations are doing business with HBCUs. And then I think one of the uh, good things before that, that everybody's going to want to listen to is that we have a fireside chat with, with Byron Allen and myself. Oh, that's great. narrated with, is moderated with uh, Yvette Moyo, the founder. Uh, and then we have BK Fulton, who has been out there, has a play out in the street now, has, has, has got his own company. And he talks about how he's come up and driven his business. So it gives you an opportunity to hear from uh, some good people on it. And another panel that I think is going to be really great. We've got uh, a panel on this whole uh, uh, Krypton, you know, making money. You know, and that's really what we're all, all about as entrepreneurs. The first words out of our mouth is, where do we find capital? Thank you so much. We're going to have you on again soon to talk about your HBCU TV. All I right. would love to do that. And also, as I told uh, Sheila many, many times, I'd love to have Cafe Mocha on HBCU Go TV. Set you it up. It. You got it. You got it. You got it. Thank you, Curtis. All right. Thank you, Lee. Take care. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. 
to syndicated broadcast personalities Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, Targeted electronic newsletter. Experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. It's Cafe Mocha on the line, Ron Adams. He is vice president of diversity and inclusion at Northwestern Mutual. Welcome to Cafe Mocha. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here with you. I want to ask you if you've seen Winning Time on HBO Max. Have you checked it out yet? Yes, I have watched it. I had to stay up late um, and sneak and watch it one night, so I did get a chance to see it. What struck me about the series so far is that we think of basketball as this huge industry now but back then back in the 70s 80s it was like a black thing and Jerry Buss people frowned their nose up at him because he wanted to invest in this basketball team it was like why basketball nobody watches basketball what did uh what struck you about the series I think that struck me as well and when I think about the investment that he made how that investment paid off what he paid for it and how he pulled those resources together to get the, and people didn't have much value in it. Look at it today. That's what stood out to me. But Ron, I mean, you're an investment, you're a money man. And one of the things that Northwestern Mutual invested in is supporting a movie that is about basketball. It's called the Loyola Project. Tell us about this basketball team. Yes, this is exciting for us to, to be a part of this. Um, the Loyola Project is actually a documentary uh, about race tension. It's about courage. It's about college basketball. And it just happens to be centered on the 1963 Loyola University Chicago men's NCAA championship team. Um, one of the games that they played that you, you see in the film was on their way to the championship is that they had to play Mississippi State University. The, the players wanted to play. The coaches from Mississippi wanted to play. They literally had to sneak out of the state to get to Michigan to play this game. And there's this famous photo where you see the two captains coming to the middle of the floor to shake hands, and the lights just go, I mean, the photo flashes from the cameras go off. And, and one of the players said that he remember that moment and saying, man, this is more than a game. Uh, we're making history. It was an unwritten rule back then in 1963 that you only played one black player at home, one 
two black players if you were on the road. You could play three if you were what they would call in a pickle. The Loyola coach, he was losing and he needed to win, so he wanted to put the you know best team on the floor. He ended up playing four black starters at a time, and so that it was his big deal in 1963 as they were winning. The documentary is not just keeping us in the past. They actually have um, a young man named Lucas Williamson, who is the current captain of the Loyola men's team right now. Mm-hmm. He's the next of the film. He's the co-writer of the film. So you're getting to see this young man tell this story and engage with those 63, 1963 players in a way that is just very special. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I want to point to two things. Number one, make sure you check out the documentary, The Loyola Project, that's going to be on CBS during the Final Four. And then you can catch it on Paramount+. And then also um, just Google Northwestern Mutual Black Founders Accelerator, and uh, it'll come right up if you want to check out that $100,000 investment that they're making. You can Google the LoyolaProject.com, too, to get more information on the screenings around the country. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. Been a pleasure. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. I'm Angelique with the Espresso. The future black Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson is facing angry white men of the Senate, and she ain't even breaking a sweat. I am uh, ruling impartially. and that so your judicial philosophy is to rule impartially? No, my judicial philosophy is to rule impartially and to rule consistent with the limitations on my authority as a judge. You know how a bunch of the HBCU campuses have been getting bomb threats and having to cancel class? Well, VP Kamala Harris has something for that. HBCUs that have received threats that significantly disrupt the learning environment are eligible for grant funding through our Department of Education. These short-term grants can be used to hire more mental health professionals to enhance campus security. And returning to TV this week, two favorites, the long-awaited new season of Atlanta on FX and season two of Bridgerton on Netflix. Any suitor wishing to gain an audience with Miss Edwina Sharma must first tame her sister. The sister. The sister. Newton is an excellent judge of character. See? That's the espresso. That's the show. If you miss any part of it, go to Apple Podcasts, type in Cafe Mocha Radio, and click follow. Get caught up and get your Cafe Mocha on demand. Until next time, follow us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. 
to syndicated broadcast personalities Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.